Hey, hey, sisters, welcome back to another episode here on the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and today we are digging into some talk about self-care, how self-care for moms might seem a little bit selfish, but how it's not really about you anyway. We're going to talk about some non-negotiables or fundamental needs that you might need to be hitting to fill your buckets so you can constantly be pouring out and filling those around you. Are you overwhelmed by your never-ending to-do list? Are you tired of your schedule running you? Do you struggle to find balance or harmony between mom life and everything else that you have on your heart and on your plate? If you're here, you're likely a busy mama wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. On this podcast, you will find abundant motherhood solutions that will set you free from the chaos, overwhelm, that never-ending to-do list, and help you create a schedule that actually works for you and your family. My mission is to help busy mamas just like you establish faithful foundations, live from purposeful priorities, and master your motherhood mindset. If you're here, you're ready to say yes to intentional, productive, and peaceful days in Jesus. So grab your cold brew and your planner or strap those kiddos into the car seat and let's jump into today's episode. So we are starting off with this age old question, is self-care selfish? I think it's a question that's often asked because the idea of self-care, primarily worldly self-care, can be a selfish concept at times. But just as with anything in scripture or in life, God is a God that tests hearts and I think if we're looking at the big picture, a lot of moms, most moms, in fact, I would almost say a vast majority, if not every single one of you listeners on here, is a woman with a heart for God. You are a woman who just wants to be a better wife, a better mother, a better friend, a better daughter of the king. You want to be able to seek the Lord and pour into all of those around you. And so when it comes to self-care, you're likely, like a lot of the people I speak to, one that just continues to put yourself off on the back burner. You're one who is constantly tending to the needs of your children. You're then tending to the needs of your home. You're there to be a helper to your spouse. And you're always being asked to serve and show up in your community, in your church, in various different ways. And when it comes to taking care of yourself, 
it's one of the last priorities or one of the very first things to fall off of the to-do list. One of the things that just continually keeps getting pushed to the back burner. And if you're here listening to this today, I want to let you know that we are putting a stop to this. But first, I want to dig into some of the mindset behind this, some of the scripture that might help you shift this perspective. And I want to talk about some of the buckets that might be really important for you to focus on filling up as you're looking to this year and your schedule and what is it going to look like and what goals are you going to set? I want to talk about some of these non-negotiables that you should probably have in place and some of those things that are going to help you just show up as your best self. So one of the first things I want to address is the mindset behind this and just the question, is self-care selfish? And I'm going to come out the gate and just say, no, it's not. (laughs) Because ultimately, self-care isn't really about you. I think initially it's for you, right? Because you're, you're thinking a little bit about yourself, right? You're, you're prioritizing yourself, but in the end, it's about others. It's about every single person that you engage with and interact with throughout the week. And that's your family. That's your children and your spouse, first and foremost. That's your friends. That's the people in your community, whether that's your church community, whether that's a small group that you participate in, whether that's the clerk at the grocery store or the delivery driver. When you are showing up as your best self, when you are showing up with somebody who is filled with living water, somebody who feels like their needs are being met, you're showing up as somebody who is kind and loving and caring and exhibiting the fruit of the spirit towards others. You're showing up as somebody with the love and light of Christ living in you and shining through you. So when you think about self-care, When you think about taking care of yourself, what you're actually doing is being faithful with little. What you're doing is you're recognizing the mind, the heart, the body, the soul that God has blessed you with, and you are being a good steward of that first and foremost, so that you can be faithful with the greater things that God has given you outside of yourself. I love this passage in Mark chapter 12, verse 30, and it's kind of the guiding mark that I have, um, or the guiding verse, the guiding mark, (laughs) the guiding verse that I have for the simple biblical self-care blueprint. That freebie is available on my website. I talk more extensively about it in, in multiple summits. And, and one of the things that I really love about this passage is it says, you shall love the Lord, your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all of your strength. And in terms of the the simple biblical self-care masterclass and blueprint, I give scripture verses and just more reference to each one of those heart, mind, soul, and strength and what they're relevant to. But I love that this passage continues on that says, and love your neighbor as yourself. And I remember one time I heard this where a pastor was saying, if you're not loving yourself well, then don't even bother coming over here and trying to love me because I don't want that. 
I don't want that ickiness, right? And this is not to say that you're elevating yourself above others or thinking of yourself more highly than others or, or belittling others in that sense. But what it's saying is if God is asking us to love our neighbor as ourselves, and we're not doing a good job loving or taking care of ourselves, we, we really are not going to be showing up and loving our neighbor the best that we can. And we're ultimately not loving God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, and all of our strength. And we're also not being a good steward. We're not we're not taking care of this little, this first that we have been given. And so I wanted to encourage you in that. And another verse that really comes to mind for me when I think about this is self-care selfish aspect is the passage from Matthew 7, 1 through 5-ish, where it talks about taking the log out of your own eye before you focus on the speck in your brother's eye. And it's just mind blowing when I think about this passage in this light. And when I think about it, it's shocking because it goes back to almost the analogy um, with the airplane, right? You have to put on your own mask before you can put on your children's mask or before you can help others, right? And if you're constantly trying to serve the needs of your kids and serve the needs of your spouse and serve the needs of your home and serve the needs of your friend and serve the needs of your community, but you've got this big old log in your eye or or in a sense, this speed bump in your way because you're you're truly not showing up as your best self because you're depleted and you're run down and you're run out, then you're not really helping them. You're not helping them to the best of your ability. And so we've talked about a couple of scripture verses. We've talked about some mindset around self-care and is it selfish? And now I want to talk about some practical aspects, right? I want to talk about how you can take this and apply it to your year and to your days. And I love Chelsea Jo. Um, she talks about these, uh, what does she call them? She calls them fundamental needs. And she talks about these eight different areas. And if you're familiar with a life wheel, they're kind of similar to that. And she encourages people to set a fundamental need in all of these eight areas and then spend one to two hours a week on each one of them to like allocate an hour or two every week for each of these self-care areas or each of these fundamental needs. And while I love that, it can also seem a little bit overwhelming or like a lot at times. And so I have the simple biblical self-care blueprint that you can go to my website and download. You can actually go to simplebiblicalselfcare.com and download that. And it's a very practical, a very cool tool. I'm actually thinking about running the Simple Biblical Self-Care Masterclass um, in the next month or so where you can learn more, but I don't have any dates or anything for that. So if, you, if you're pressing and you want to do it, you can go snag that right away. And what I do in that blueprint, in that masterclass, is I walk you through a deeper look at the heart, mind, soul, and strength. These four areas, these four categories of um, self-care, as God has shown that to me through scripture. And I help you pick out your most powerful and effective self-care activities. And one I speak about a lot 
is swimming. And this is for myself, right? I'm not saying swimming is your most powerful self-care activity, right? The, the whole blueprint walks you through what they are for you. But just to give an example, swimming is one for me because when I go swimming, it's obviously a physical activity, right? It's good for my health. It's, it's that strength aspect. It's also really great for my mind because it's a place where I'm able to be present in, in the like current moment. I'm able to tune out the noise of the world and just be there with my thoughts. It's, it's very good for my emotional health as well, because again, I'm able to address some of those thoughts, some of those feelings, some of those mindsets that I'm struggling with. And, and it's really good for my soul because I'm just there with the Lord. It's me and my breath and the water and God. And it's a place where I'm able to go and just lay them all down at his feet where he is able to, to meet me in that place because it's one of the quiet spaces that I actually get in my life. And so swimming is a simple biblical self-care activity for me that hits on all four of those areas. And when I don't implement that as a fundamental need, when I don't exercise that as a non-negotiable on my schedule and make sure I get that on a regular basis, I'm not showing up as my best self. I actually had a few months towards the end of the year obviously having a newborn and sick kids and all of this, that swimming kept being pushed to the side. And I realized it had been several months since I had gone and swam laps. And when I took the time to pay attention to to be aware and to evaluate how I was doing, and it wasn't that great when I was showing up from a place of frustration and burnout and, and just feeling like I was living in a fog that was one of the things that really stood out to me and was a really great reminder to me. Some of the other things that I know I really need to do in order to show up as my best self is I need to meal prep and meal plan. I need to know what dinners we are having for the week to come. They need to be written down somewhere and I need to take some kind of action to prep that, whether that's making sure I go grocery shopping for all of the ingredients. Maybe I'm taking meat out of the freezer so it can thaw. Maybe I'm prepping vegetables in advance, or maybe I spend a day where I'm spending, you know, two or so hours in the kitchen preparing some of those meals. So they're already ready to go in little Pyrex containers in the fridge, and they can just be reheated and eaten. Meal prepping and meal planning is a huge thing because for me, because when I don't do it, I'm scrambling and I'm stressed and I'm leading my family to make not the healthiest nor most financially wise decisions. And so that is a fundamental need for me. And when I think about all of these different areas of my life and what are my fundamental needs, some of these areas include not just, um, not just physical health, right? Like I was talking about the swimming. Emotional health is another one. Swimming hits that for me, but what else do I need to do for my emotional health on a regular basis? I need to journal. I need to get quiet. I need to take some time to to process, right? To create space, to be aware of what my emotions are 
So I'm not just showing up from the ickiness of them, but I'm able to get behind them and shift them so I can show up as my best self. Again, this is my mental health. This is mindset too. So some of those very same activities, including swimming or journaling and in these mindset practices of utilizing the mindset reset workbook that my clients have access to is another really great one for me. Um, And then the meal planning aspect I hit on. Another one is your relationship with your kids or your relationship with your spouse. Those are these non-negotiable things. What you feed will flourish and what you neglect will die. And so when you're thinking about these important areas of your life or these these non-negotiables, what do you need to pour into this relationship with your child, with your, each of your children, right? What is it that you need to be able to continue to foster this really good relationship and intimacy with your spouse? Does that look like one-on-one playtime? Does that look like regular date nights? Does that look like meaningful conversations or prayers together? You'll know what it looks like for you in your relationships, but those are a couple of other areas that I strongly suggest people to touch on. And obviously, one of the most important areas that you'll hear me talk about regularly that we all need is to focus on our relationship with the Lord and being in a space where we are seeking him, where we are sitting in his presence, when we are going to his word. And so quiet times and seeking the Lord and being in the word of God is one of my non-negotiables. And for me, it's a daily thing. And so I have it on my schedule, very clearly outlined every single day of when I am going to seek the Lord. Actually, that's a lie. I don't have it every single day. I have four or five days a week on my calendar. The other couple of days of the week is a lot more fluid, but it's still, I know it's something where I show up as a better everything (laughs) when I am going and first being filled by that living water. And so when you're thinking about all these different areas that I mentioned, what your non-negotiables and fundamental needs are, once you have created them, then it's time to put them on your calendar and be obedient, exercise that boundary well, and trust yourself that when you made the decision to put that on your calendar, you knew what you were doing, and then just stick to that plan that you've created and watch the way your life changes and the, how you're showing up for, for yourself and for others around you by living according to these non-negotiables. This is something that we're going to be sitting in for quite a while in the 2023 fresh start. If you're not inside, there's still an opportunity to jump in. You can probably still get your planners in time before we start writing in that spiritual seeds planner. So it's definitely not too late to join into that. Again, the simple biblical self-care blueprint is available on the website. You can go to simplebiblicalselfcare.com and snag that at any time. And you can always keep your eyes and ears peeled here on the podcast in the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus community or on my socials where we are going to be sharing about that Simple Biblical Self-Care Masterclass when it does come up later this year.